Well, uh, we are here once again with another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 130. And currently right now, I'm trying to get this show on the podcasting platforms, but the episodes that I downloaded directly from Twitch weren't processing through um, the Anchor podcast platform, which distributes them all from one destination. So going to be going through some technical difficulties with that. So if you guys want this show on Spotify and all those places, it'll be there eventually. It will. It, it's just, you know, got a lot of, got to work through those technical issues like Anna had last time. But people liked Anna the last time she was on. So, you know, she was free today. So I was like, you know what? I'll just have her on again because I just, I, I literally just got on my knees and begged her, hey, please, please talk to me. I am I got no one right now. I need you, you know? <laughs> No, thank you so much for having me back. It's, um, and her camera is yeah. off this time. So if anyone's like, what does she look like? Literally, stop being weird. <laughs> That's just all I'm going to say. Stop being a fucking weirdo. Uh, good Lord, you guys are so weird sometimes. But like, just, people just add weird stuff. It's like, you ever went to a movie with someone and someone's like, hey, are you watching this? The fuck kind of question is that? Yeah, no, I'm just here for the fucking good of my health. What the hell? <laughs> people are retarded. <laughs> It's so dumb to say things like that. And people are like, man, this person is being mean to me. You said one of the dumbest things. Are you here to watch a movie in the same room that I'm here to watch the same movie? You're very what? animated. You're very animated tonight. What's up with you? What do you, you? mean? I, I just woke up and I'm old. <laughs> That's how it works, you know? Well, old is a, I guess, relative term now these days because, you know, being my age, apparently, you know, uh, hmm. that's attractive for the ladies, actually. Being a hot, good-looking stud who's rich and successful, you know, that's, mm -hmm. that's probably what the ladies like, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, not uh, according to uh, Director X. <laughs> oh, I'll be honest here. I heard about that Robin uh, reboot they were doing, and mm -hmm. the first line said the this new series will be a reimagining, and it'll be a different Robin Hood than the than what you're normally used to. Literally how most of the trades did it, right? And I was sitting here going like, oh, hell no. That's about to be some dog shit. They literally said they were going to race swap. It was confirmed by multiple sources they were going to race swap um, Robin Hood, actually. No, but, okay, yes, and they did. But when you at first, when you heard about it, what it, mm -hmm. was it about? Like, like, are you a fan of Robin Hood? Do you know anything about No, no, Robin I just Hood? know the general, I just know the general concept of Robin Hood, you know, steal from the rich, give to the poor. That's kind of like the most yeah, that like, I would ever go with that, with that story, you know? Dude with an arrow. Mm -hmm. And that's not really to say that women can't, be Robin Hood is just more like the depiction of that guy. It's always been a dude from even the original concept of that story. It's always been a guy that's did that. Or the idea that anybody could be Robin Hood, actually, you know? But if the story through, like, lore is always depicted a character as a, as a specific gender, I kind of just leave it at that, you know? It's like, can a guy be Cinderella? It's like, no, I don't think so, you know? <laughs> but a guy can oh, be well. Prince Charming. Well, well, you know? well. Um, I don't know, <laughs> sir. But a, but a black, a, a big old black guy can be your fairy godmother. It's like, hey, I'm here. It's like, no. So you know what? Fuck I don't me. have a problem. No, I don't have a problem with that at all. As long as the 
the the story. So, mm-hmm. okay, there's two different, like, you create your own thing. You can have mm-hmm. a black guy's uh, whatever, fairy <laughs> tale, whoever. That's cool. But if you take something from something else, a different culture, mm-hmm. and then you kind of um, double down later on when people are not being responsive and they're saying, you know what, I don't like it. It's, it has nothing to do with race. It has nothing to do with my kind of, I don't know, bigotry or whatever they call us these days. If you don't agree with whatever is put out. And then they turn it around like Director X, who's now going around trying to be on everybody's stream to spout his nonsense saying that he actually always wanted to be true to the lore and the story. And it's like, no, you're not. And why are you even going out there and trying to defend yourself? Just shut up and go back to doing your hip hop videos. Like what like what are you doing, dude? I just wanted to say this, which is that's gonna come off so weird to people. A, a white, a Russian, an Australian white lady such as yourself telling a black person, "Hey, go back and do your rap music videos." The ironies of that. Just- not, he doesn't even do rap music. He does. He does like study hip hop shit. Like, come on, we had the BET Awards <laughs> the other night. It was all feminist bullshit. Oh it's all about like chicks like rapping about feminism. That's not mm-hmm. rap. Come on, where where are the the big guns, the big boys? I'm just telling you right now, people haven't cared about the BET awards in many years. Like award shows in general, people haven't cared for them in a very long time. Now, because I I did a response video to some to a person's video that I had on these shows at one point, and they're talking about like awards and bestseller of this. Even like I think award competitions breed something good. I I do just in in the nature of them existing, right? Like inherently, if someone sees someone win an accolade or this, it might inspire them to do good. But outside of that, I think because like there's been movies that have won like best ever or best picture or best sound, best editing, whatever. People don't even think they're the best that could have won in that year. You know, awards are very like I don't know. I wouldn't say. Pre- now they're probably more pretentious, but people like, like awards like the BET Awards, like 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 a Little Nas X, could have easily just dominated the BET Awards the year he was really, he was really popping off, but they right. didn't give him anything. He wasn't even invited. That's crazy. They were they don't even acknowledge the biggest black star in the world or music star at, at the time, and it's called the BET Awards. You know, so award shows are just profoundly just super nepotistic now and, I, and i'm just sitting there like I, yeah and they're very they're dying out and i think um i mean one of the good things that happened with covid is that whole like hmm. a, um award ceremony sort of thing with the oscars the golden globes the whatevers it's just people are more concerned with putting uh food on the table than they are with sitting down and watching these celebrities preach from the screen mm-hmm. when <laughs> they had the Oscars, um, not the Will Smith bitch slap, um, the one before that, when they cleared out um, the Los Angeles um, train station, like they got like literally cleared out all of the homeless people and just put a whole bunch of people in like Cartier jewelry and then, you know, Dolce Gabbana in there. 
And it's like, yeah, watch us. And people are sitting at home, like literally like, I lost my job because of COVID. I can't put money on the table to feed my family. And I'm supposed to sit there and watch these people. And then after COVID now, like it's, it's a different reality that we're living in. And I think it's, actually a good thing like with all of these writer strikes and everything that's going on but also at the same time you know we still have a lot of good talent and that talent does not need to be showcased i mean obviously we can celebrate cinematographers directors but it's not the same as it was back in the 90s or 80s or even early 2000s when watching the Oscars was like an event. It was like, for me, I was like, damn, I want to be there. I want to be like those people. They're so talented. Now I'm just sitting there and I'm like, what? I don't care. Whatever. No, it's a, it's a fair opinion to have. I think it, when we got older and people started peeling back the layers of how all this stuff really worked and how much exposed was really going on, you're just going hmm. like, you know, because back in the day, or uh, even um, when I was watching like League of Legends stuff, like esports uh, things, where people were like, I don't know, I always kind of envision myself as the guy that's on the stage in a suit talking to people, like an audience, right? You know, having a personality and bantering back and forth with someone. And then when it, when it was kind of revealed to me through a, a lot of different, not just content I watched, stuff that I was reading and seeing a lot of the stuff happening, I was like, that isn't as all it all it's made out to be you know there's a lot of shit that goes just not like getting to that spot but dealing with a lot of bullshit in that kind of spot and i was like you know what i could just be be the man of the suit from the comfort from the comfort of my own home with a webcam and just sitting in my uh, new black leather chair actually <laughs> <laughs> mm. no i i i get that um and I think- you never want to be that like a girl that was on the stage Talking to people like in a live how audience. How dare you call me? How dare you? How do you what? know I'm a girl? Did I tell you my did I tell you my gender? Are you, you born with that. normal female parts? Oh, well, what do you that. like to know? Um no. No, uh, no, that's one of the things. Like I hate Aussies. Just saying I don't I'm care Aussie about I, I really don't care about any of these awards. I mm-hmm. honestly don't. I care about <clears throat> the product that is I'm paying for. These awards, they can go and pat each other on the back and wear their Gucci's, whatever. Back in the day, it was like I'm saying, it was a, it, it was um, it, it, it's like going right to the cinema. You have to get your popcorn, you have to get your drink. It's like a ritual. Yeah. And that was part of that. Now that's completely changed. Even going to the who goes to the cinema anymore? What are you going to go see? Barbie? Like, okay, I went, I'm only going to go to the cinema to see big epic films. Everything else, I'm going to watch at home. So, like, unless it's basically must see, you have to watch this right now. There's no reason. And no, I, I, I agree with that too. Like, unless it's someone asking me to review a movie with them, like, I, like, Society Reviews, he had me, uh, Go watch the creator because he asked me to. If someone doesn't, if unless that happens, and if someone he's like, hey, can you watch this so we can review it together from like my, my channel, like a collab or whatever? I'm like, yeah, other than that, I mean, I really do enjoy going to the movie theaters, actually. I, I do. Yeah. I enjoy sitting down and watching a movie, but you know, just with, with the you, creator. You, 
you've seen the creator so tell me a little bit about it because i'm conflicted i'm kind of like i i I really love the idea as you know like i love the whole Mm -hmm. like transhumanism cyberpunk aspect but at the same time i'm seeing a lot of conflicting reviews so what's your take Uh, okay because eventually obviously if anyone's watching this eventually i will do a solo review about it i think okay so it's a sci-fi movie where like if if you if a person just hadn't watched a lot of sci-fi movies you know people are calling it the best movie of the year then i could understand that point from a normie perspective like it's just a complete casual who's not really into like the genre at all but the concepts of the movie basically are humans basically want to eradicate AI because of how bad it's deemed to be, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of the concept, right? So, you know, there, there's been movies with people where, like, the humans are the bad guys because they want to eradicate the newest thing because they think it's going to take over or they or an a, 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 a isolated incident happened where it causes, like, a war. And that's, then the second thing I brought up is what really happened. So basically, without spoiling it, something happens with AI and humans to the point where humans are trying to just basically wipe them away, you know? And then it's built as humans are the good guys trying to do this from how, like, the plot is structured. But as more in the first act and the second act revealed, this moral as of, like, the humans are, like, actually the bad guys and the AI is just the... You know, just trying to survive. They're just trying to live their lives. So it's kind of like the whole transhumanism thing that people are somewhat weirdly pushing out, which is like let this specific thing live in its own existence and you do your own thing still. Because as people know, humans are very uh, tribal, territorial. Then it gets to a point where I think the movie itself and its plot, it it, it has this idea that it's going for, but then it kind of switches that pretty much midway at the end of the second act or a little bit before that, I think the characters themselves aren't really all that interesting. I mean, it's Jimmy Chan. Jimmy Chan is dog shit. I didn't know this movie had Jimmy Chan in it. If I knew this movie had Jimmy Chan in it, I wouldn't have watched it because she is fucking terrible. I don't even... She She, only gets hired because she's pretty. That's it. She's pretty. She's gorgeous. That's a gorgeous lady. But that woman cannot act safe for life. She's like a cardboard cutout. She's the same, and okay, and I can say the same thing about Keanu Reeves, but at least he has charisma. She is just mm-hmm. a cardboard cutout. She's there's no, I, yes, I agree with you. I can't even. I'm gonna say bad no, things. In there. Well, I think, and the David. So it's her, David, uh, David Washington. Oh, fucking Denzel's son, John David Washington. And mm-hmm. uh, that one, that one Chinese guy who everyone knows the meme about him saying Godzilla in the 2014 Godzilla remake. Actually, he's in it. And oh, that 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 one. I don't know if you ever watched the TV series called Mom. It was on CBS a long time ago. She actually did a good job actually in the movie. Her acting was fine. It's really good. Uh, Alyssa Janey, she was great. Other than that, the, the supporting cast is really lacking. I think the acting itself is. John did watching this kind of like one note, you know, it's, it's mostly the cast and how the story is done and how it's not something where I I like personally, when a movie is giving me an idea and they fully go through with the idea, not switching it up because it kind of feels like to me throughout the movie, they didn't really know how to end it or they misunderstood 
the concept that they were themselves trying to set up, right? And then I think the villain is it's a non-existent villain. So people are gonna go and ask. So who is the villain without it's not giving really a villain? That's a villain. Oh my god, I can't speak. Fucking it's, it's me is right. Black people can't talk. Villain yeah, no. <laughs> French now. Yeah. So the the movie has a villain, but um the villain later on becomes what I mentioned earlier is because you know it kind of twists on its head. The villain later becomes the humans because they kind of didn't realize what they wanted to do with this villain as a concept. Actually, mm-hmm. it's a it's a really odd movie. Like for me, I can see why people liked it. I I, I can. The, it looks very be- it looks very beautiful. Visuals are great. The pacing isn't like the worst thing about it. Pacing's fine. You know, I I didn't hate my time watching it. It's more like. I didn't feel like this really gave me anything, actually, you know, other than, hey, Jim and Chan just looks pretty. And that's kind of it. Yeah, one thing. So this was um, written and directed by Gareth Edwards, who did yes. one of my favorite films, which is Monsters, which was uh, mm-hmm. we reviewed it with um, OBG. Um, uh, Michael, he's not on YouTube anymore, but we did it like last year. And. We went really deep into it. It's a very low budget film, Monsters, but it's done with such heart. I think they like spent like what thirty thousand dollars on that film. It wasn't even, it, it, and it was so low budget. And then he kind of went from that to doing all of a sudden Star Wars, and then hasn't really had any projects he's been working on and then again all of a sudden does this big epic thing which you know you expect somebody who's a director like steven spielberg could probably direct something like this or christopher nolan somebody who can understand the script and understand whereas here you're making people make these films write the script and direct them and they don't have the experience and i'm sorry like it's one in a million that can actually come into a studio and be talented enough to direct them and it's a really difficult uh, process it's not easy looking at the script directing making you know um getting cool with the producers making sure that everything runs smoothly it's a very difficult job so it's not easy like people think like oh you just sit there and you direct people with your finger no it's not but you have to have some sort of experience and it to me it's very strange that i mean he did like rogue one right and he did godzilla those are what i remember him from uh, yeah, doing Rogue One and Godzilla, and I like the first Godzilla movie. I, that's probably the best movie in that universe so far. That was he. I liked what and like people. The only thing people really shit on it for is that there's not enough Godzilla in there. But people need to understand uh, for people like me who have never really cared for Godzilla up until that point, in, the way he in, in introduced Godzilla as a character in the movie, I thought was actually pretty interesting because they. It was a movie where, like, you would say, like, okay, you don't need a lot of humans in it because the humans kind of drag it down. But the human characters were actually not bad. They were actually pretty solid. They don't have to be interesting for movies like that. They just need to be inch- they just need to be solid. They're like, like competent. And when you got Godzilla, I feel like the plot was more elevated that he was there. 
I thought that was the right way of introducing Godzilla. You just so you do you think that, Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but do you think That's it's because, because um he, the concept of like it was too overwhelming and maybe they didn't have enough time in the studio might have said especially with the strikes and everything that was going on we need to put this out as soon as possible money 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 do you think that might be the issue or what do you think hmm. because this movie when you watch it, it it has the 20th century logo fox on it so it kind of feels like they just wanted to put it out because they had nothing else to release honestly that's kind of what it feels like personally to me and that's yeah, and that's one of the things because they're competing now with streaming services. So the mm -hmm. theaters are competing with um, our Paramount, Netflixes, Primes, whatever. And those are the uh, Disney. Well, I don't know about Disney, but uh, those are the ones that are making the money because it's a monthly subscription. Whereas with, with the cinema, you know, if you decide. Am I going to buy a dress today or am I going to spend 30 pounds on going to the cinema plus another 30 pounds on Pepsi and popcorn? Uh, you know what? I'll probably wait till this film comes out and I'll watch it on Paramount or Amazon or Netflix. So, unless you have films like by Christopher Nolan... He has report and um, he the audience trusts him to put out something good. So, or uh, Denis Villeneuve with Dune. Hell yeah, I'm going to spend all the money in the world to go and see the next Dune film. Like, no question. Because I love all of his films. He... I am a big fan. I love all everything he does. So I'm going to give him my money. But <laughs> if you're coming out of nowhere, like, what am I supposed, like, how, why do you want to, so I work hard and you want me to give you my money for what? I don't even know you. I don't, and then I go and I'm like, what, what is this? Okay. Thanks. No, I'm going to sit at home and wait for it to come out for uh, um, less money. Do you agree? Hmm. Well, you're a woman, so I don't know if I can fully agree with you, though. That's the thing. <laughs> For Miss, Mr. Denise Villeneuve, I did watch Dune. Now, I'm someone who didn't read the Dune book series. I thought it, for, for what it was, the movie, it's not it's not terrible at all. It's actually pretty good. I just was bored when I watched it. I was bored out my mind. I was like, I, I don't come on yeah. any of these people. A lot of people have said that, but I think it's the um so when you go to the cinema, right? So like when you watch Christopher Nolan or Denis Villeneuve Fields, it's uh all about the actual like um auditory and visual experience. It's not you have to it's almost like um sort of like a performing an art piece in front of you when you go to the museum and you have to hear that sound that vibration those color colors coming out you know at you from the screen a massive screen it's just a different experience which you cannot have at home even if you have a massive tv or whatever and a good sound system it's just a different experience 
And that's something that they cater to. Because with, for instance, Oppenheimer, I came out of the cinema and I had a massive panic attack. I was like, Christ, I have not had this like audio visual over sensory overload in ages. And I'm coming out of there and I'm like, Jesus, I'm like shaking because I'm like, whoa, that actually made me feel something. If I was sitting at home, it wouldn't be the same, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, those are th- that's a different kind of filmmaking and cinema. And I absolutely adore that. And that is, like, top tier. But then, with the stuff that we have today, we still have good films, which you can enjoy in the comfort of your own home. And with the creator, it's not something I would ever go to see in the cinema. I'm sorry. I don't care how good the visuals are. It's just not, or the story about transhumanism, not something I'm, no. It's a film I'm going to watch probably in two months if you remind me and I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, that film. Okay. Yeah. So for me, I those kind of movies always, you know, they're always a good treat to see. Those are usually the movies that are, what, nominated for, like, awards, actually, like Academy Awards or whatever, right? And then yeah. he's, he's I remember Denise, he has, let's see, he's Blade Runner. I remember that. Wait, this guy's done a lot of movies, actually. You get Arrival. That's with uh, Jimmy Renner, Samuel yeah. Jackson, and Amy Adams. He has these prisoners. He has Sicario. In Cities? He did in cities or whatever that's what it's called, and he did. He's got a, quite a bit of a filmography here. Yeah, I do need to check out more of his stuff though, because I from his filmography, I oh, I'm pretty sure the only movie I've ever seen was Dune, and Dune Part Two is coming out next year, and you're gonna go watch it, aren't you? Oh, definitely. I can't wait. God, the I next can't wait one, yeah, the, the like next. For like for <laughs> the next, you're laughing, but I am so excited. Twentieth of October, Killers of the Flower Moon by Martin Scorsese with Leonardo DiCaprio and a whole bunch of other really good actors. But I don't care about that. I read the book. There was a journalist, and I know him, and he um he wrote a book about the whole kind of uh, story back in the 90s and he went and he investigated the whole story I spoke to him and he he's he's a real journalist like this guy doesn't cut corners he is like I you know editor says I don't want you doing this he's like fuck you I'm gonna do it anyway so he goes and he writes this book and Martin Scorsese picks it up and and um decides he wants to make a film and this film probably f- five four and a half years they were thinking of whether they want to do it or not but it's such it's based on real life events um centered in oklahoma uh around the native american tribes back in the 1920s 30s and it's it's a brilliant it's just some of the stuff is crazy it's got murder mystery it's got thriller kind of elements it's got betrayal it's got 
uh, love, friendship, everything in it. And this is in real life. And so, like, that film, definitely going to the cinema to see. Martin Scorsese. Oh! I'm pretty sure I saw a trailer for that. It was Leonardo DiCaprio, you said, right? Yep. Yeah, that did look really interesting. I'm not going to lie. That's probably something I would watch in theaters. It's based on Killers of the Flower Moon. A book? Mm-hmm. I got to read? Oh, my God. Black people don't read. Oh, my God. Hmm. Remember the the thing of the boondocks were like because the steak meaner was tied up to the bed. And Uncle Rook is like, read. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to read, man. God well, damn you it. know the the journalist who um, wrote it because it's not a fictional you know account of what happened. He went there, David Grant, with two mm-hmm. ends, and then he is a true journal and that's why like i was saying to you in our other stream like you mm-hmm. asked me like people like pay you money or say like shut up whatever no you have your moral compass you don't you report on what's happening and th- this is going to be so interesting to me because i love the book and i love the account of the people who still in this area to today to this day live there and have uh, ancestors and people from the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and it goes into so many different areas with the Texas Rangers, right? So how with um, uh, J. Uh, Edgar Hoover and the kind of how the FBI was formed and so many different intricacies. It, it's like a web of just so many different story plots. So I'm really interested to see how Scorsese and the script handled it. Not gonna lie, I will definitely check this out when it drops. It's coming out uh October. Oh, it's coming out this month, actually. I think it comes out next yep. week, actually. Yep, on the twentieth in the UK. Yeah. Twentieth for me. That is Friday, so I have to go next Thursday. Yeah, I probably make my time to go out to see this. Would you review this with me if I went and watched this? Yeah, for sure. I'd love to. I'm gonna go and watch it with my dad. Mm-hmm. So, well, I can't do that. Dad. I don't have a dad. I'm black, you know. Thank you for rubbing it in. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, you know, it is how it is. But... Oh, God. <sighs> God guys. Uh, no, but because my dad is in oil, in the oil mm-hmm. business, and this kind of focuses on the whole premise of the oil industry. So he's like, I, I want to go see it. Okay, guys, dude. I'm not kidding. Dylan Mulvaney just won Woman of the Year. What? Where? <laughs> In what country? Guys, I hate laughing sometimes when I'm covering this stuff because then people are like, you gotta be more serious. But how do you not laugh at this stuff? This is just too stupid sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm uh, sorry. In what country did he win Woman of the Year? Uh, where, where's the um, at, where's Attitude uh, for a company? Where are they located? Oh, I don't so, care about that. That's some stupid ass. Dylan Mulvaney, Woman of the Year. How the TikTok star is using the power of positivity to uplift trans women. You know what? Good for him. I'm not going to call him a her. Uh, great women out, out, out there, but, you know, they lose to men, obviously. Mm-hmm. In what would be a woman award, actually. But no, what you were saying earlier about the uh, 
movie directors and stuff. So I know people like them for their styles and like great movies that they make. And I think um, people call them very pretentious when they uh, give their opinions about like the state of movies, which I never really understood because it's just how they view movies from their specific point of view. You know, not everyone's going to like the most popular thing or they're going to, they're probably going to think it's not as good as everyone's making out to be. That's just going to be how this works potentially. You know, I think when it comes to like movie criticism and that kind of thing, I think it just goes into a lot of things. Like you're not going to look at movies the same way I would. And that's actually a very good thing. We're not supposed to have the same viewpoints on most things. That's kind of the beauty of human nature, you know? But when it comes to movie reviews, people go like, well, this guy, he um, he liked a movie that I didn't like when I watched it in movie theaters. Is there any reason he was supposed to? Is there some sort of like special rules here that I was supposed to uh, see that I didn't notice before? You know, you have people who go, this person is not credible. Why? Because he gave an opinion that was different from yours? It's like... When you start really boiling it a lot of it down with a lot of those guys and the people that you like hear about, talk about this stuff at the big medium that they're they're a huge fan of, most of it's just, oh my god, this person didn't agree with my terribly my 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 own opinion about this movie. So that means they're just not credible, they're not being genuine. It's like, how do you extrapolate all that from a fucking 10-minute video? Like you see how stupid some you see how stupid some of that shit sounds when you really think about it? Like People claim all this stuff about people, and you really think about it, it's like, God damn, how did you extrapolate someone being all this, this, that, and the third from a 10-minute YouTube video, people? That's crazy. Like, the more I had to think about it, I was like, God damn, this sounds really fucking stupid. <laughs> you know what? Everybody has a right to have an opinion, and mm-hmm. it's also everybody's right to agree or disagree with that opinion, so... And you have to agree with my opinions. It's all works here, you know? Yeah, for some reason. it's, And I mean, it's on both sides. And I've noticed this recently with everything that's going on in the world. It's like everything's so polarized. You have to pick a side. You can't mm-hmm. kind of – you just can't sort of like be in the middle and – be like, okay, look, I kind of agree with this. And, oh, no, you, you, oh, my God, you don't 100% agree with me? Something's wrong with you. And other side, you don't 100% agree? Like, okay, like, I'm trying to, like, be dialectical in my understanding. And I'm trying to understand both points. And th- th- that's what um, film reviews or game reviews or any kind of entertainment reviews used to be like is, a critic gives an opinion and it used to be very, you know, wise minds, like basic sort of like, this is good, but this was bad. Now it's extreme to extreme. And if you don't agree or you disagree, you're like in different camps. And I'm not signing up to that. I'm sorry. I have my own opinion. You disagree with it. Fine go and continue with doing whatever you do and thinking whatever you think, but don't tell me I have no right to have an opinion. That's it. And also um, with, um, for instance, one of the films that I saw the other day and um, 
uh, Wolverine snacked uh, Wolvie. I made him watch it. Well, I didn't make him watch it. Kind of influenced because I'm really good at making people do things. <laughs> That's because you're a girl. Um, That's how that what, works. What yeah, is, I'm, I'm a pretty girl. Hey, guy, do this for me. That's how that works. Uh, <laughs> no, but I was like, look. Netflix and Amazon and all these streaming services putting out all of this bullshit, whatever, sex education, freaking transgender this. And I'm like, whoa, Benicio del Toro. I'm like, I haven't seen him on screen in ages. I think the last time I saw him was on like Sicario 2. And I'm like, dude, Benicio del Toro is an awesome actor. I loved him in like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas when I was growing up and Hunter S. Thompson like one of my favorite authors inspired me to be a journalist too so i'm like okay i'm gonna watch this and i'm like yeah but it's netflix and i'm watching it and it's like a totally awesome cop thriller with just cops being cops chicks being wives no transgender we like none of the messaging and i'm like whoa and i'm like he actually wrote the script justin timberlake is in it and like I loved it, I just thought it was so cool. It, it just like brings me back to the '90s, like good old like cop murder mystery film. So I recommend everybody watches it because Benicio del Toro is awesome. He's hmm. one of my favorite actors. Dang, what is a movie that I would recommend to people? Dang, because I told everyone what I like in general. Everyone knows my likes and dislikes, and they always call them. Oh, I usually say I, I usually agree with you. Or they're like, hey, this is overrated, but this is still pretty good. So maybe I have a keen eye for this stuff at this point now, actually. <laughs> Gosh. Um definitely check it out. I think you'd like it. Man, what? What I recommend to people. Everyone knows I love Batman, and I would always definitely recommend Under the Red Hood. That's just like peak Batman right there for me. Yeah, you know, that's crazy about being a fan of something, is discussing things as a fan is um you know being like hey this might not be that good and like people just discuss it that's part of being a fan but you know people have just weirdly demonized that for some reason which i have literally no clue why honestly you know i just don't get it like why make fans feel bad for the thing that they spent their hard-earned money on and enjoy actually i don't get it honestly no i don't get it either but let them be them they're gonna go bankrupt Anyway. <laughs> go oh. bankrupt is that what you hope holy crap yeah. <laughs> oh god like also for halloween what are you doing this month actually uh avoiding children okay <laughs> no, i hate it it's like ding dong ding dong no no thank you bye go away no not interested I'm gonna pretend I'm not even home. No, use no. I'm joking. Um, uh, I am actually going to uh, the uh, M um, um, MCM London Comic Con for Halloween. So that's happening from the 27th to the 29th, and I can't wait to meet a, a whole bunch of. People I have admired for a very long time, like Doug Cockle, who voices Geralt in the Witcher games, and also Ashley Johnson, who voices Ellie in The Last of Us. 
Um, and there's going to be lots of people who do like anime and just, yeah. So that's my Halloween. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to at least push as much as I can for this for everyone who's going to be watching this on the replay is I don't mind shitting on people in general who are just completely just stupid. And I think their opinions are just not like just bad faith. These are just not good people in general, but I do also like pushing, you know, us talking about the things that we love, whether we disagree with them or not agree with them, actually, you know, I think who are you talking? Are you talking to me or are you talking? No, to no, no. I'm talking in general. Oh my God. You're <laughs> scaring me. Don't do that. Gosh. Cause I, I think people could benefit more from that is, you know, talk about the things that you love and have disagreements or agreements yeah. within that actually, you know? No, I agree with that a hundred percent. And I think that's kind of focused on like drama and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, you once know in a while, what? I'll dip into that, but it's like... Oh, my God. You are so right. You know what? I open up my Twitter, and I'm like, mm -hmm. what am I in high school again? Like, what, what is... Like, the people that I follow, like, are arguing with each other about bullshit, like, d d deleting, <laughs> blocking. Like, what? what is this? No. <laughs> like, okay, it's, it's okay to have fun when you're just playing around and mm -hmm. doing it because you're being silly. But people literally get so upset. And it's like, dude, or chick, there is an actual real life thing happening and has been happening for a long time. And all of a sudden now Twitter has exploded with everybody being so emotional. Guys, go and freaking just take a break. Chill out. Smoke a joint or something. I don't know. Like, I don't think smoking would work for these people. Their brains are already in the gutter. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I can't, like, I go into social media and just to take the piss. And then I, like, look at people. I don't even comment on political stuff anymore. I can't do it. I just don't want to get involved. I don't want to get into that because I know for my own mental health and sanity, it's just going to, Escalate, escalate, escalate. So, no. Bye. Done with that. No, I I think how I made my time better on Twitter, because I think um, people brought this up. It's social media. That's the issue. But I'd also like to go back and forth on that with people, because we're the ones who make the presence on social media. We are. I'm not saying the corporations that make social media are good at all. These are probably really, really terrible human beings in general. Probably the ones ones at the top not the people that work making it right because that's there's a big difference there I, I think to make it better for myself what i've been doing is honestly i just i either either mute enough of that bullshit or i just dip yeah. <laughs> or uh one once in a while you know look at things that are there but i'm not gonna be a person that's gonna commentate on it really you know so i just kind of would tell people this, even if you come on the shows, is I just kind of want to go back to, or I have been doing this for the, for the longest time, going back mm -hmm. to, you know, just watching and reviewing and even if it's not good stuff still, because you're going to get not a lot of good stuff now with how this stuff works, but that's fine. At least you're focused on that rather than other people's drama for no random reason. You know, it's just, not it gets boring after a while. It's not even Absolutely. like 100% agree with you. It's not even fun. It's just like, you're just 
talking about dumb shit half the time. Well, once in a while, yeah, if someone is really, really stupid and and a drama of a person is really affecting something. Once in a while, yeah, I don't disagree that someone well, like, should with, be giving their opinion like on it. One of the examples is uh, Director X, right? Because it's mm-hmm. something that's current, and he is being. <clears throat> it's not that people are calling him out. He is coming towards us as a community, as us YouTubers um, and people that we know to be able to have not a conversation, but to attack us. So, of course, there's going to be a response. Okay, that's actually, it's not fun to watch in the beginning, but then it gets funny because of the shit he says. So, whatever. You know, it's it, it's content for a lot of people. They didn't ask for it. He gave it to them. Stupid ass bitch. Sorry. Oh my god, I can't believe I just said that. Why are you um, so mean? Because he's an idiot. And so, like, that's okay. But everything else, no. You know, fo- you know, go on Twitter, have fun, chill out with your friends, go in on your stream listen to people talk about stuff that's cool like everything else nope bye <laughs> not yeah, it. Just, i know people love it when i uh shit on eric july's detractors because i think it's just generally horrible people in general but i'm not gonna do that i don't do that first of all, I do that all the time and i told people once in a while yeah I'll, i just talk about it but it's not like something that you make your brand people make like drama their brand and i i I just find that so boring like after a while doing that kind of stuff just and talking about that subject just gets so boring i'd rather just talk about what fucking comic book i just bought and i read or things like that it's so much more interesting you know i agree with you and that that, mm -hmm. because i think um people would be like but what if there's people out there doing bad things? There's always people doing bad things, and I don't agree with all those things anyway. But I don't give yourself a platform where you can't talk about those things either. Like once in a while, it is good to just kind of have that because you don't want to be a person where like I can't give my opinion on this because fucking I don't know whatever reason. You want to have a I always say it's, it always give a platform where you can have an audience that is open to discussing anything on any given day. But you don't want to make drama your brand. I would never make drama my brand. I've never did that. Don't need to do that made a lot of connections not doing that so i think i'll just keep doing that but yeah, you're but you yeah. you're you're mean i i i run i run away from you <laughs> you're in mean, trouble <laughs> I, i'm not mean i'm i'm just like blunt sorry it's my russian genes oh god yeah you're the uh, russian <laughs> how do you not have a russian accent though i forgot you're australian <laughs> yeah originally Hmm. Like, I, I've had so many people ask me this question. Just accept I'm a spy, okay? I can do any accent. Accept that I'm a spy. Because I was expecting more like the deeper Russian voice, you know? My, 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 the great night crawler. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Your Russian accent is better than mine. Good Jeez. Lord. God, that probably was German too. Oh, Lord. But. Yeah. You gotta have more. You should do more. Uh, more video game reviews, actually. Um. Yeah. No. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Why do you suck I, so bad? I don't. Uh. I mean. You gotta be fun. I love video games, mm-hmm. but I just I don't 
really have the time to like do it constantly. So when I do, I suck at it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like, either my audio is off or something else is not working. But then I'm having so much fun playing. <clears throat> also, look, this is one thing that goes back to what you were saying. For me, video games are a very personal thing. I'm not doing it to, which is why I don't really um, broadcast uh, on Twitter too much. It's something very personal that I need to be in this space where I'm experiencing what I'm doing. I need to be in a different space to broadcast a stream. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You got to be in the right headspace for that specific yeah, kind of yeah because you're still you're like you're going out there into the world the whole world can see you so you're kind of like it's not a personal experience in a way and other people i have have many friends who don't have the same thing i do like i need to be so immersed into a video game to enjoy it but if i'm you know streaming it or even if I'm recording it to later be put out on YouTube, I'm still like self-conscious. I'm like, oh, you know, did I say this right? Did I say that right? Is my microphone okay? So it's it's a different, <laughs> I know, it's silly. You're more of like the scuffed production lady. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Boom, boom, oh, boom. God, why? No, there, there, there's an attraction there for people that, you know, have a they like the stealth production they like less professionalism to it actually but i feel like that would be a natural thing you have because you, you you've been putting out more videos you know like that recently because you play cyberpunk right now right yeah hmm. but that's i mean that's just because people have been asking me too so and again i just don't I don't like it's not a brand or something that I want to do like I have mm -hmm. my own like career and, and things that I'm invested in this is just like a hobby so whenever I feel comfortable I'm gonna do it if I don't feel comfortable I'm not going to it's up to me okay yeah because I forgot you have your own you have a nine to five that you go to every day and also I um have a nine to five with a whole bunch of I don't want to call them assholes, but on Sundays, Star Trek. Jesus Christ, I can't, I can't. Mm. You don't like watching Star Trek? I love Star Trek. They're just mm. very mean. <laughs> oh God! I'm the only woman, and I constantly have to defend women because rapey. Captain Kirk is always rapey. Oh God! I mean, <laughs> well, that went dark. Um, yeah. Good God. Um, let's look at it this way. Uh, Star Trek is for losers, and if you like that, you're confirmed a loser. Actually, right? actually, if you like Star Wars, you're a loser. Okay. Star Trek is so much better. Star Trek's for the chads. That's what we would say. The kids would say nowadays, right? Yeah, Star Trek <laughs> is the best. Star Trek. Star. I'll say this though. When I, I've really never picked up anything Star Trek related ever. Yeah, it's because you're a loser. 
Whoa, whoa! I'm a, I'm a, I'm a top G, <laughs> rich, successful. Yeah, excuse uh, me. I'm the OG. So no, no, you're not. What the yeah. heck? You suck. That's how it works. Women, you're God created you second. God, God created Adam first, or Eve was the second. You're you're the second favorite, actually. <laughs> wow, wow, wow! I'm just saying how that's how it works. I mean, bro, you. Christian, obviously, but how it works in in uh, <laughs> space. Space. That's how it works in space. Holy <laughs> shit! Have you lived in space? Actually, what the hell? You like smoking a whole bunch of drugs? You've been living in space this whole time. You're not even here, part of the human world anymore. No, but seriously, Star Trek is a really, um, mm. especially the original series from 1966, has a lot of good. Um, moral kind of lessons and values that are were mm-hmm. taught to people which are not being taught today and that's why it's always such a gem to see a film or something that actually like has some sort of f- philosophical moral concept not just blatant hedonistic you know drinking taking drugs fucking whatever like something that actually like humanity represents beyond those simple things. So yes, um, because I know you had very strong opinions about what what's going on right now in the world. You know the whole, you know Israel Palestine mm-hmm. Hamas war right now. You know I mm-hmm. also will say this too: anyone that's lost their lives in that, I, I I do truly feel bad for you. That is actually some of the worst things ever. I. Twitter has been just an absolute hellhole to be on with, with yeah. you know, this kind of a thing, actually. So what was your opinion about all this stuff, actually? Um, It's very difficult. Again, like I was saying before, it's very polarizing because, like, you know, I grew up in a very multicultural world so i have a lot of friends on one side a lot of friends on the other side so you cannot really be in a position where you're like i'm not taking the middle ground yeah you have to sympathize for people on on one thing i do have to say is some of the things that you're seeing on uh not on social media on like tv channels and everything is you have to kind of go and read the other side's perspective and then make your own mind up and it's very difficult for people to do that because we as humans we choose to stick to like a tribe so i believe like it's more comfortable for me to feel this way and no like I think, like, I'm more on Israel's side because of my experiences living in Israel. Because I've lived there. And I have a lot of friends there. And I have friends who are going through this. But I've also been to Gaza and Palestine and Palestinian territories, Ramallah. So... You can't, I can't pick a side. Like, I I just can't. And to me, it's a humanitarian disaster that on both sides, 
is completely crazy. But on, on one of those sides, there is a group that is extremist and is doing things that is not in my kind of or yours or anybody's it's just not right you don't do those things in your extremist islamist views which has absolutely nothing to do with islam nothing that's one thing that people need to understand this has nothing to do with islam or arabs or muslims or whoever this is an extremist group who are doing this so it's very tough like i'm kind of taking a step back and i'm being supportive to both sides of people who i know and both sides of the wall but i i'm not going to you know engage into like debates or conversations i think that's the yeah. only thing i can do because people, you know, nowadays, they just want to debate and not have a conversation. And that it just ends up being so cringe when that happens with a lot of people. It's I don't think I for me, I think the person doing that is just a terrible human being in general. Like all the stuff we people have seen this person do is very, very bad. I don't condone any of that. That's just terrible. And yeah. on, on another lens, I, I would like people to understand that when a situation happens, you see the end of it. You know, you see the end of the situation. So that means what ended up happening was the result of so much things, right? And given history and given how that part of the world works, not only are they very tribal and territorial, uh, there's a lot of heinous shit you probably couldn't even concept in your day-to-day -day lives because you probably live in a part of the world that will never have there's these issues, right? So Israel, as people know, and other countries like Iran, they do very, very bad things like hanging people and, uh, you know, open uh, spaces in their country. I mean, Saudi Arabia will cut your hands off. Israel doesn't hang people. Oh, sorry, my bad. Saudi Arabia um, yep. cut people's hands, women's hands off if they earn a journalistic or, yep. space and they talked bad about their country. Yep. It literally happened, actually, you know? So yep. it, it's not really just this person does a bad thing. It's more like potentially these people did very bad things to these people. And now this is this person's way of retaliating. I'm not saying it's right, but you have to understand there's, it's a multi-layered thing that spans so many years and this is going to end up pretty badly. It's probably. And you know what, what the, the big, like for me, um, I'm pretty much sort of like, okay, I, I'm upset about it and I'm depressed about it, but I'm still going to go on with my life. But one thing that really does peeve me is all of a sudden nobody's talking about Ukraine anymore. Ukraine is like all of a sudden the same thing happened in Ukraine. Same thing. You had people being in Ukraine, eastern Ukraine, just like in Gaza, shelled constantly, um, murdered. Their language council, and it's, I'm not going to be political about it, but... And then it's like, oh, what do we do about it? We're going to protect our people or what are we going to do? Oh, we're going to go in there and protect our people. Okay, fine. But nobody's talking and was not talking about it from like back in 2012, 2013 when it started. 
in the last, what, <laughs> three weeks, everybody was like, Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. You had that Toronto thing with Zelensky going there, you know, Ukraine. And now all of a sudden, no mention of Ukraine anywhere. I guess now everyone's going to have Israel flags in their bio. That's how it's going to work. Exactly. How function. Really happening. Like, oh, man. Seriously. Like, what they, like, that whole massacre thing. Like, that's just, that's just terrible. Like, that's what people don't the music understand. Festival. Yeah, that was yeah. extremely bad. You know? And then, the, what was I it? Mean, like, yeah. yeah. Like, if you're, if you're having, um, like, sort of like a war against a country and they're oppressing you what is the point of you going and murdering people who are celebrating or trying to promote peace teenagers and people in their 20s just trying to have fun that's not um you know you're you came into my house and you murdered my family i'm gonna go into your house and murder your family that's literally like a fuck you to everybody and also on the eve uh, on uh yom kippur yom kippur the, like one of the biggest religious festivals in the jewish community in israel like it's just like a big massive fuck you in the face and I'm sorry, like war is war. I get it. But if you're trying to add that extra bit of like punch, like after I've beaten you down, I'm going to punch you even more. No, that's just barbaric and wrong. Mm -hmm. No. I think when it came to that whole thing, people don't understand just like this person went and just probably slaughtered a bunch of innocent people that had nothing to do with what he was mad at these people for doing to him. I'm just, that's not how that would function in general. So like what I've noticed with crazy people like that is they'll go and slaughter just innocent people just cause you're that specific group of people. But those people of the newer generation that were born way after what was done to him had nothing to do with that. So yeah. we're, just, we're just killing innocent people just cause they had nothing to do with anything. They're just living their lives, you know? I don't care. Yeah, they're they're having fun and promoting you know? peace, and all of a sudden, these whoever come from the sky and just gun them down and then mm -hmm. take the women and rape the. No, that's. Yeah, I, I can't believe it. what's her name? Mia Khalifa was sitting here endorsing that guy. It's like, no, 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 no. I don't give a. F like, maybe Israel did some bad things to Palestine and we don't know about it. Maybe that's true. Anything is possible. But what that person did is so wrong. Anyone endorsing that, I got to take a step back because that, that, that is too much right there. I'm sorry, that bitch doesn't even have a brain, so that's well, what, she's doing, what she's doing. <laughs> well, when you get her fucked career. that much, your brain probably falls out of your head anyway, you know? Yeah. Her head banging against the wall, the fat cock she was taking every so day. So, she needs to shut up and just, like, she has the right to have an opinion, but I don't really respect that opinion. <laughs> At all. Yeah, and then, you know, person goes even further with, like, killing babies? That obviously have nothing to do with what's going on. Like this person's just clearly just a crazy terrorist. Like, no, if Israel does unthinkable things to the guy, I don't care. And maybe they should look at, hey, we shouldn't treat these people this bad. If they are, I'm not saying they are, but if they do, people are doing that. They need to under, they don't need to doing that. They, there needs to be a big change after this. That'd be like my opinion. Like, no, kill that guy. Like, literally, if you hung that guy and did unthinkable things to his body, I wouldn't care. It's a terrible person. I know a lot of Israeli soldier, soldiers in um, IDF, and none of them would ever do that. Hmm. 
that that is not that is just not the culture of Israel. Mm-hmm. There, it's a completely different culture. Their culture is based on um, innovation, uh, self sufficiency, making everything better, making their lives better. Like you go to a place like Tel Aviv. Yeah, maybe the buildings are run down, but they're innovating everything. You know, they're building a metro system. They're always working, working, working. And you go to uh, Palestine, they're just sitting on their ass, not doing anything. Getting like Russian brides and Ukrainian brides. And having them work in the store to sell like religious icons and things. So it's a completely different mentality and no IDF soldier would ever do something like that. None of the people that I know would ever do anything like that. It's just like the the footage that's put out there with people doing that. I don't know what the context is, but it's just not the Israeli way. Israeli people just want to live in peace and work and innovate and, mm-hmm. and be happy. So, I but I do hope. I mean, I can't do anything from my point of view of the world, you know, where I'm living. But I, it feels well, bad in your, in your world, you have the same, like, if not worse, problems too. Oh yeah, crime in this state is an interesting thing. You know, I know you let you like us black people, but we do all crime. <laughs> Good lord, probably gotta stop some of that watching some of that BET and them Tyler Perry movies you're probably watching. Good lord, they'll corrupt your brain at some point. You'll be using cocoa butter lotion and wearing a do rag. That's just how it's gonna work. (laughs) Into a new branding called Thug Anna, (laughs) you're wearing a do rag, dude. Like, I listen to like Mo3. Oh god, you don't even know who that is. I don't exactly, god. But you know, I'm gonna go out there and spit some bars. I'm more black than you are. No, what? I'm white. So you, you, yes, you, you, yes, that's true. I'm, I'm a white human being. Actually, I was born. I'm trans race. I'm transracial. I was born in the wrong book. Actually, it's okay. There's no need to be nervous. (laughs) Wait, wait, but, (laughs) but I have all the attributes of a black person, though. Not really. Okay, then you tell me, Miss White Lady, what attributes of a black person should I have? Mm, no, I don't want to be racist. What? <laughs> <laughs> tell me what attributes of a black person that I should have. Should I be more and more, more thuggish? Should I start saying the N-word after every, every sentence? I yeah, that's the thing, like, oh my god, like, my fiance, he says the N-word, but, like, that's normal for him in, like, the, like his bros they talk like that and i'm like i can't say it i can't do it can't yeah. do it i can't do it that's what hanging around bad influences like black people will, will do to you actually i can't do it it's bad oh god so, all those rap songs talking about like no i can't <laughs> no you're not gonna be on, on a car twerking right in a rap video Good lord, no. That's oh, oh, I'm I talking about fun. No, what the hell? No. I'm talking about like real ass, like like good rap. Like oh. rap. Not this this whatever the hell they have today. This oh yeah. Boy. No. 
Yeah, those black people are bad, and I agree with that. Uh, what? No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, God. Don't cancel me. Well, to be fair, YouTube already canceled me anyway, so I'm rebuilding hey, I got my image. I'm white, I'm a mm -hmm. woman, and also I'm into rap. So okay. I was going to say double down, but it's triple down. <laughs> <laughs> boom boom so now you'd be the white version of Eminem it's a lady right I don't really huh. like Eminem hmm. yeah when you hear that guy talk it's like nah I'll just listen to his music yeah I don't like him oh lord his opinions he's like I hate I what like, being I white I do like Tom McDonald though like he's a good rapper mm-hmm Tom McDonald is a good rapper, and even though he has all these tattoos on his face and everything, because he wants to be like, bro, you don't even freaking come from the ghetto. I don't know what it's like. So, shut up. Well, you know, uh, we had a great episode today. It was great to have Anna back <laughs> on for her inaugural second appearance. Everyone liked it the first time, so I was like, I just give the people what they want. This is what I am. Thank this you. I Thank you, people. <laughs> Gosh. So, is there anything else you want to say uh, before we head out? Any shout outs? Uh, I was going to rap, but I'm not going to. But I'm going to say thank you so much for having me on. And also to everybody who watched. And um, check out my... No, don't check out my cyberpunk. That's weird. <laughs> but um, definitely Sunday's Star Trek on LG uh, News. Legion Talks, Adam Renaissance Nerd, and Anna's Game Land, and also Hornia. Oh my god, there's so many people on our crew. But anyway, Sunday's Star Trek, Anna's Game Land on Twitter. Mm. We also have to, I forgot how your um job syncs up. You can't really be on our panel shows unless I did a panel show at this time, which is, there's no way I'd have people for that. But eventually, you're going to have to jump on a panel show. You're going to have to get wrecked with Star, Star Trek knowledge, actually. I'm going to become a Trek fanboy, and I'm going to wreck everybody. Yeah, do it. Invite De me. Definitely not, because Star Trek is for losers, and I'm a top G Giga Chad. That's how it works. More, no, I'm the OG. Go in the Whatever, boy. Boy? Oh, man. <laughs> what? What you got? You got that milk status going on now. You're like, I'm gonna be all smug. That's how it goes now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Anytime. Uh, well, as you guys know, I have an episode to do with two people between three and four p.m. PST, and I'll be on John A. Douglas's channel today at five p.m. PST. So, got a lot of content planned. Also, Shagsworth is gonna be on later on tonight too. So. Good. We had a good enough time to get this in, and uh, thank you guys for watching so much. And uh, if, uh, make sure everyone, make sure to be safe out there because there's a lot of bad in the world, but there also is a lot of good. And make sure you highlight the good. Don't focus on drama too much. You know, don't have your brand be drama. Have it be some something based around what you love and anything. You could have a fucking YouTube channel watering your plants. I don't even care. Just make sure it's something you love and something you really care about in general. Also, Samuel from the Infamous was commenting on the video itself rather than being in the live chat but i like you sam good lord 
when he's Amen. What was he talking about? He's this is a, this is where Russian is he coming? Where is he commenting? He's I commenting on the actual stream itself, not in the live chat. In the videos, see how she forgets me like that. <laughs> this is why we started Star Trek Engaged to have fun and talk about things we love. In yeah. Stream, where are you, where are you streaming to? Rumble, Twitch, and Twitter. So where is he commenting? He's right here. I'll show you on the screen right here. I got to set up right now. There we go. He's right here. Mr. Sam, talk in the chat, you heathen. He's right oh, here. Oh, Rumble. Oi, Spock, иди спать. Хватит. Мне это надоело. What? Speak English. What is this? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Is there Russian comic books with hot women in there? Yeah, the uh, uh, communist Batman. The we'll see you guys later. Have a great day, people. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone.